Paso a Paso Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Paso Paso Podcast. My name is Miles and thanks for joining us today. Uh, this is a part two as we often do on this series because there's so much to share in the world of early childhood and all of the work being done as well as hearing from children in this episode, which is long overdue. Uh, so as we begin this episode, it might make sense to uh, introduce ourselves once again for those who hadn't heard the previous episode. Uh, would you like to start with yourself, Allie? Hello, my name is Allison McPartland. I'm the pre-K teacher at UNM Taos Kids Campus. Thank you. And Taylor? Hi, I'm Taylor Etchmendy, and I'm the director at Inspire in Taos. And on the phone, we have Helen. Helen, would you like to introduce yourself again and, and share a little bit about what we're going to be uh, discussing today? Good morning. Yes, my name is Helen McDonald, and I'm center director and teacher at La Casita Parent Co-op Preschool in Santa Fe, New Mexico. And we're going to be talking a little bit today about the HERO study, uh, we've been doing a collaborative study on the idea of the hero with young children in three early childhood programs in New Mexico. So we're going to be sharing a little bit about our adventure in that study. Wonderful. And so since on this episode we are going to uh, allow some time and, and share with our listeners uh, the voices and, and and activities of the young children you all work with, um, what would you like to share uh, before they hear those voices and projects uh, with our listeners here? For those of you who heard the last podcast, we were talking about the Collaborative Teachers Institute, or CTI. Um, a couple months ago, Taylor, Helen, and I decided that we wanted to do a collaborative study across our three centers. And we decided to look at children as heroes. We had been seeing a lot of... We've been doing a lot of work in all three of our centers around the pandemic, but we really didn't want to highlight the pandemic as much as we wanted to highlight how amazing children have been during this pandemic. They have adapted to a whole new world in in ways that many adults can't adapt. Children have been truly heroic during this time. They have brought joy to all of us, and we really wanted to highlight that. So we wanted to help look at this idea of a hero. And as we all know, children play superheroes all the time, and they're fascinated with it. They're fascinated with their superpowers and how they can, you know, fight bad guys. And we were seeing a lot of that play in our centers, but we wanted to highlight how they are heroes. So we all kind of started at a little bit of a different place, depending on the context that was happening in our classroom before. But we wanted children to think about themselves and the people around them as being heroic. So we each took, um, we each kind of dove into this study with children. And one of the ways that I started was by reading the book, Heroes Are Everywhere by our vice president, Kamala Harris, and asking children to think about heroes that they knew in their lives. And immediately they were talking about their parents, their moms, their dads, the simple things like, my mom is a hero because when I fell down and hurt my knee, she put a Band-Aid on. Um, so we looked at this for a long time in my classroom about hero everyday heroes. We also thought about community heroes, which is something that we had looked at um, earlier in the year. Then we started to ask children about how they were heroes. Um, and this definitely took, they saw themselves as heroes. They knew they were heroes, but it took a little bit of prompting to ask the right questions, you know, 
Um, what are the actions that make you a hero? Um, and a lot of them, we had to kind of think about how the actions that they do in their classroom and at home make them heroic. And they, it definitely was a shift in thinking for them to think about superheroes versus everyday heroes and then think about themselves as heroes. But as soon as children started thinking about themselves as heroes, they were also able to identify their friends as heroes. So it really created this beautiful culture in our classrooms of kindness and being a good friend and that by being a good friend and helping somebody, that made you a hero. So um, it's it's been a powerful study, and we're excited to share our work with you. Thanks. Um, Helen or Taylor, is there anything you'd like to add to that? I think this has just been a beautiful way to celebrate children's and family strengths and you know how beautifully uh, everyone has really done in terms of making the, making the best of circumstances during the pandemic. Um, I think also, as Ali mentioned, it's been beautiful in terms of um, identifying the classroom culture and really acknowledging the strengths that are there. And one of the questions we kind of came to is, what makes your friend a hero? And the kids have really enjoyed identifying the things they like about their friends and their friends' strengths. And that those conversations are just good for everybody. It's yeah. really positive. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, I echo all that both Ali and um, Helen have shared, but you know, when we, what was profound to me is that we all entered into this study in a different place. Uh, but there are so many intersections that we discovered through diving into um, looking at the children's work and thinking about it. And something that ended up being, um, you know, that kind of place of intersection is that highlighting kind of the social emotional awareness of children and their connecting heroes and hero moments to feelings and to interactions and to kindness and helping others Um, and how transformative just having those conversations has been in the classroom culture itself and acknowledging each other as heroes and themselves um, in addition to their teachers and their families. Um, You know, we have children who they're like, oh, that was a hero moment, you know, in the classroom when some somebody does something kind for someone else or or acknowledges a feeling. Like I'm I'm having a hero moment because I feel sad, but my friend made me feel better. Um, you know, things like that. And it's been just such a pleasure and a joy to to hear children's thinking and and I, you know we were kind of surprised. We thought that they were going to go more in the superhero direction because of you know because of technology and media, but really they went to this place of identifying themselves, friends and family um, because of interactions and the power of of helping one another. Wow. Um Helen or any of you, is there anything else we should share before we do hear from the children themselves? You know, I think I just wanted to, to, I was thinking as Taylor was talking about how, you know, gratitude practices really change the brain. And this is really, I'm, I'm recognizing as we're talking about it, it's a gratitude practice. And that really helps to rewire the neural network, you know, in terms of finding strengths and creating resilience and giving those wonderful um feelings um, that are so affirming for, for everybody. Yeah, that's a great point. Thank you so much, Helen. 
Um, well, I'm excited to hear from the children, and thanks for all of your documentation uh, that allows us to do this. Um, and anything else before we uh, we get listening? No. Uh, we're t- chil- the children's words will speak for themselves. They're incredible. Wonderful. And as always, um, for those who may not have heard the last episode, if you have an interest in, in learning more about this work or have any questions or thoughts or want to reach out to any of our guests today, please feel free to send an email to pasotaos at gmail.com. That's P-A-S-O-T-A-O-S at gmail.com. Or visit pasotaos.org. And uh, let's get listening to the youth. Here we go. Barnett, what's the difference between a superhero and an everyday hero? Because everyday heroes, sometimes they die and superheroes don't die. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So a superhero, a superhero can't die, but an everyday hero can die? Yeah. Oh. Because superheroes fight bad people. And I, I had Batman in my world. You wish you had Batman in your world? Yeah. Do you know somebody, an everyday hero, that that protects people? Rosa Parks. Who? Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks. She protected people, didn't she? Yeah. What did she do to protect people? She turned up so... The bad people can be in the front of the bus and the white people can be in the front of the bus. Yeah, that's very important, right? That everybody gets to sit where they want on the bus, right? No matter who they are. Very important. If they're black or white. If they're black or white. It's true. So was Rosa Parks a superhero? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was also what? she was also what kind of hero? Everyday hero, yeah. Everyday hero. Thank you, Garnet. Adrian, tell me about your picture. Um, so that's her hair. That's her smiley face. That's her eyes. That's her nose. This is the bandage. This is her arm. That's her. That's her hand. And that's her arm. And that's her, her hand. And this is her dress and stubby. Yeah. Um, and these are her legs. And these are her shoes. And and who is that? My mom. And and what and what is? How is your mom a hero? Because she puts my my band-aids on. She puts your band-aids on. Very nice. Okay, Ricky. Here's tell me. Here's my mom. And here's the person who's driving the bus. Okay. And how is your mom a, a hero? Because she serves us food. Because she serves us food. She serves people. She helps people. That makes her a hero. Because other people don't go to the bus to get food. So she brings the food to them. Very nice. Okay. Who's, Ellie, who's a hero for you? My dad. What, what makes your dad a hero? Um... Play at the playground. He plays on the playground with you. No, he doesn't. He just lets me go. He lets you play on the playground. Thanks for sharing. Sophia, what about for you? Um, 
Who's a hero for Today, you? Today, um, Salome and Sienna and Ellie and Eva. Your friends are your heroes. What makes them heroes? Well, um, because, because everyone is they were kind to each other. Thanks for sharing. What about you, Sienna? Um, my grandpa is a hero because he's funny and I um, love him and he and, um, and he's like very nice to me. Thanks for sharing. And the last Sophia is Sophia's hero and Eva and um, Shane and uh, Ellie and Sonny. Yeah. Everybody and here. Eva. All of your friends. What makes your friends heroes? Um, because they're kind. Because they're kind. Anyone else want to share about some a hero in their life? Teddy. Um, I love my mom and my dad and Eva and Shane. What makes them heroes to you? Because they always be kind to me and help me. And they help you. That's wonderful. They, Eva. And they're superheroes with me. They're superheroes to you. What about you, Eva? So, Teddy and Teddy, Ellie, Salve, and Sienna are my heroes because I feel safe with them and they help me be brave and they're always really kind and ready to help a friend. Wow. Just like she said, heroes, everyday heroes, help her feel brave and much more. Who are everyday heroes to you? Is it a concept you've thought of before? It hasn't been something I've thought about before, and this might be a fine example of the way in which early childhood educators help us all think a little bit more deeply about the world that surrounds us and how we interact with it. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much to our special guests. Thank you to KNCE for airing these on the air, and thanks to all of our podcast listeners as well. Feel free to subscribe. Paso Paso podcast, or you can search Paso Taos on your favorite podcasting app to hear our 35 plus episodes. Paso Paso <laughs> podcast. Mm.